Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very accomplished professional from the Netherlands, Mr. Arnaut Aurelio. Arnaut, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Arnaut is the owner of The Lean Mentor. His mission is to make more time for better health care, and he's an author. So Arnaut, before we start talking about the Lean Mentor, can you tell me about your own journey in brief? Yes. So um, despite the fact that I'm now currently mostly in healthcare, I'm an engineer from background. Mm-hmm. And um, I had two things that always kept me busy. That's, I would say, systems thinking. I always w- wanted to figure out how things are connected. And the other thing is that unlike most engineers, I was very curious about the human aspect of systems. Hmm. So what happens when humans touch systems, how they interact and how they influence systems and how they can improve them. Hmm. And um, so I have uh, two degrees in engineering and later I did a business marketing post-academic study. Um, I became first a production manager in the automotive industry, followed by project management. Um, and But I soon found out that, it's, that all these technical stuff is nice, but I wanted to have more influence on how people experience their work. Mm. So I changed over into consultancy and... Uh, I was mistaken that I was changed over into consultancy because although we called it consultancy, what we did is we went to the shop floor of the, of our clients and we discussed with operators and technicians and everybody who worked there, what could be done to do the work better. And they had always all kinds of fantastic answers. So that made me think, wow, so this, this, is, this is the direction to go. Wonderful. If we can teach can teach leaders this kind of uh, direction. Wonderful. Wonderful. So let's now move to the lean mentor. How would you define lean thinking and it's how, how do you apply it to healthcare? So um, lean thinking, well, it can mean many things uh, to many people, but for me, it's based on these two values, continuous improvement and respect for people. Mm-hmm. And, I translated this respect for people in challenging them and developing them. Mm. So every time you want to uh, improve something, you have to balance both. You want to improve your performance, but you want to enhance and grow Mm. the people while doing it. So what does that mean for healthcare? Well, it's quite an opportunity because uh, healthcare is full of these awesome professionals Mm. which are so dedicated to doing a good job for human beings. Right. So the only thing you need to do really is help them uh, remove all the obstacles that keep them from actually helping patients. Mm. And I discovered in my journey, there's quite a lot of those obstacles. Mm. And what would you say are some of the key principles of lean thinking that you can apply in the healthcare industry? So uh, let's say that I just pick a few because it's a whole set. Yeah. And um, 
I, the most important thing is that you have to understand that it, it's a system. So please don't cherry pick principles or tools or methods mm. to go about your improvement, but think about the system you use mm. to solicit that improvement. Mm. And then one of the most important principles is that all the knowledge you need mm -hmm. to be excellent is already in your organization. Okay. So I think this is one of the most important that I use uh, as a Very guiding torch yeah. for, for improvement process. And the mm. other thing is, it's all about the long term for all stakeholders. Mm. So that means it's not a zero sum game, but it's a, a non-zero sum game. It, we need to figure out things that work for the community, for the nurses, for the doctors, for the management, mm. Mm. for uh, the taxpayers or the patients. We need to figure out things that help them all to grow. Mm. Very interesting. I think that's, that, these are two yeah. that would no, be the most great important. response. Great response. And how can lean thinking improve patient outcomes and safety? So, uh, well, first of all, it will uh, revive the focus on those two. Hmm. I think we do a lot of things that have only to do with money. I would call that a circle of continuous misery. We start hmm. at the wrong end of the equation, the hmm. money, and we say we don't have enough money. So we start budget cutting and this will affect quality, of course, hmm. and safety. I think we should turn it around and Lean helps us to refocus on safety and quality Mm. And say, if we do only the things that keeps us safe and mm. helps patients to thrive, then we save a lot of uh, time and money on things that don't contribute. Right. And that's the, and that's the way to become more efficient. Right. So efficiency is a result of quality improvement mm. and not the aim. Mm. And what would you say, Arnaut, are some of the common challenges or barriers to implement lean thinking? Um, well, there's quite a few. And if we talk about healthcare, what I see is um, there's a little uh, problem awareness. Mm -hmm. So we have we talk a lot about uh, the symptoms of bad healthcare, like staff shortages or, or, not an, or rising costs yeah. or, or demographics, which are all outside of our control. Mm. And... Uh, Although the, the, the physicians are taught to be expert in their field, hmm. they are little to no expert in the process they need to actually deliver their care to patients. Hmm. So I think that lean thinking can help them overcome this hurdle by teaching them that you need a process. And especially now, because healthcare is is really a team sport. Mm. There's no one doctor that can help patients, not even your general practitioner. Yep. He has all these people around him that need to help him to give this uh, excellent patient outcome. Mm. So, so that yep. would be the most important that we teach people what is the real problem and how are you going to improve your process and not only the content of your work. Mm. Great response. Thank you. And what role does leadership play in promoting and sustaining lean thinking? So 
Uh, if you uh, should uh, Google that or, or should look on LinkedIn, then everybody says it's the sole and most important factor. And I agree, but mm -hmm. not for the reason that most people think. Many people attribute, to, attribute um, a commitment of senior leadership mm -hmm. as a single most factor. Correct. But, that, but, but of course, that raises problems if you're not a senior leader, because then you start waiting for your, for your boss to do something. Hmm. I think for me, leadership is not someone, yeah, but it's a process. Hmm. And everybody can and will be a leader some way or another in his life, like mm -hmm. like you're a mother or maybe you're running uh, the a social club. Or, and I think that um, if we see leadership as a process, we can teach, Everybody, especially mm. those in the front lines that are the best uh, suited to solve our problems, mm -hmm. to teach them what leadership they can use and how they can use it to be effective mm. in changing things and in making that change effective mm. together with their colleagues. Very interesting. And what would you say are some key metrics that you would use to measure the success of a lean thinking initiative? Um, yes. Uh, so with metrics, I would say it's not up to me. Hmm. Uh, I think that uh, it's up to those that do the work together with their leaders to figure out what the best way is hmm. for each and each different process. Right. Because I'm not from healthcare. Hmm. So I know how to define process metrics or outcome metrics, but I shouldn't be the one responsible for defining what the what what it should Correct. be. Correct. Although I think uh, always start with safety. Hmm. Well said. And in your opinion, how does lean thinking promote a culture of continuous improvement? Yes, so a great question because now it's, ties all back to when you start to ask me, what is lean thinking? Yeah. So continuous improvement is one of the values. And if you're living your values, then an, a culture will emerge. Mm -hmm. And depending on where you are in the company, this will spread uh, fastly or maybe a bit slower. Mm -hmm. But if you manage to uh, lead according to those values, then this will be uh, contagious. Hmm. And then you will get not only a process of continuous improvement, but a culture of continuous hmm. improvement where everybody every day thinks about what can I do to improve. Hmm. And would you say there are any cultural or organizational factors that can impact successful implementation? Yes, of course it will, because if you want to change something, there's two things important. Mm -hmm. there's, there's where you want to go to, mm -hmm. your future state, as it were. And then, but only when you know where you are at now, mm -hmm. you can see the gap and start trying to move towards your future state. Mm -hmm. And the current state is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, um, you talked about my uh, my book. I I have I think almost half a chapter only about how much time you should 
spend on your current state. Mm -hmm. I would say about 80% of your analysis is just understanding mm. what are we doing now mm -hmm. and why are we doing it this way? Because otherwise you cannot, well, uh, remove yourself from that if you don't enough understand what's going on. Mm. I will come to your book after two or three more questions. Uh, my next question to you, Arnaud, is are there any ethical considerations to keep in mind when you're implementing lean thinking? Yes, very much so, because in healthcare, there are quite some ethical. Uh, so first of all, because, well, one of the pillars is respect for people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's up to me to uh, be uh, cognizant of the ethical issues that might be in play. Mm. One of the things that I don't understand, but is the case, is mm -hmm. that each individual doctor can be held accountable mm. for making a mistake. And it can even lead to uh, judiciary uh, measures. Mm -hmm. And that uh, that can come with fear. So if we want to re remove and improve mistakes, we must be aware that, um, well, it's an when there's a mistake, of course, it's uh, a patient is affected. Mm. So if you want to do an experiment and you want to improve something, you have to be aware uh, that you're making it this small, that you're not right. damaging anybody, mm. because that would be, uh, well, that would be a problem, of course. Correct. Uh, two more questions relating to lean thinking, and then I'll move to your book. Uh, Everyone in the world now is moving towards technology and, of course, artificial intelligence and so many different things. How can technology change or support lean thinking? Um, yeah, I think that technology should not be so much in support of lean. I think before that, we should maybe change our thinking a bit and think that technology is there to support humans mm -hmm. and not the other way around. Correct. So I think that, that lean thinking will help you to maybe look at technology in a bit of a different way and mm -hmm. just a solution. So before you start using technology because it's the next best thing, start thinking about your problems and what, what, what causes them and how technology can help you solve them. So I would say uh, let technology take a bit of a a back, uh, back a, a step back, mm -hmm. yeah, a back seat, mm -hmm. so that humans can first talk to each other about mm -hmm. what do we need from technology instead oh, really? of that everybody's calling uh, shouting you need technology. I don't know if I need technology. I mean, technology is there since the inception of human beings. So and. Uh, now it's AI, mm -hmm. and then it was stones. Um, I think that's, uh, so maybe a, a bit of an interesting perspective from an engineer, mm -hmm. but I think that technology should be there to help people. Very interesting. And my last question on lean thinking, what do you envision as the future of lean thinking and what potential advances or trends do you see? So, I mean, the most important thing I would say is that uh, that that we get to a point where it's no longer called lean mm -hmm. because it's uh, a regular way of how we think. Mm -hmm. 
Hmm. I mean, that would be for my, uh, for me, the ideal future, hmm. because I see uh, still a lot of what I would call uh, classical management. I think you got Bobby Miliani on. Yeah, he speaks a lot about that. Hmm. Um, so the future would be that um, we understand it that well, that we can from the start think lean more. Uh, and think more about continuous improvement and respecting people in mm. the workplace mm. just because we want to. Mm. Very interesting. So let me now move to uh, your book of books. Tell me about the books that you have written. So uh, the first book I've written is called uh, Lean Thinking for Emerging Healthcare Leaders. Mm -hmm. It came out in uh, 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and uh, of course, People working in healthcare had no time to read books, uh, but uh, that book is was particularly aimed at the individual leaders, but like mm. we talked about, mm. and how they can develop themselves into someone who's willing and capable of changing the things that are mm. in the way of excellent healthcare. Mm. And now uh, I'm in the middle of the launch and. Uh, my book is out for the, it's called Lean Thinking in Healthcare. Mm -hmm. You see it in the, in the yep, back? In the back, yeah. Um, so it came out this summer and um, it's more about the vision behind the leadership in the first book. Mm. So this, and it's particularly, especially called Lean in Healthcare because mm -hmm. healthcare is the context, mm. but there's no such thing as lean for healthcare mm. because the principles are universal. Uh, but when you are in healthcare, of course, your solutions will look different. Mm. Some things will work or will work not uh, for your particular situation. Right. So mm. this is this is to help inspire mm. people to think deeply about, okay, I want to move and change the culture of my organizations towards one where we develop people and improve continuously. Mm. How can I go about it? Mm. Very interesting. So Very interesting. And my last question to you, Arnaud, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. What would you say are three lessons about lean thinking that youth would like our viewers and listeners to take away from your deep understanding of the subject? So the, the most important thing is, uh, unlike you might think, it's about you. Hmm. So the first thing you need to do is to commit to self-development. Hmm. So what can I do to better... Uh, to better do my job, Correct. to improve my job, to uh, to engage my colleagues, mm. and only then, when you when you're in that mm. modus, then uh, allow yourself uh, to help others. Correct. Okay. And then help those others again, mm. not by improving their work, but mm. by teaching them how they can self that it becomes like an oil spot. We start with maybe one drop and it will mm. spread around the organization yep. or around your team or whatever your circle of influence is. Mm. I think so. Those two are the most important. And um, and the third is, um, yes, be, be humble. Mm. 
Maybe get out of bed every day thinking, I don't know anything. Mm. And I'm going to find out from my colleagues and from the process what is actually going on. Mm. Because uh, assumptions and preconceptions can be very well be in your way. Correct. Of a better process. So Well said. Well said. And on that note, and you have three wonderful lessons. It's all about you. Be humble. Thank you so much, Arnaud, for speaking to me about your own journey. Thank you for speaking to me about lean thinking. I think I learned many new things about the concept of lean thinking from you today. Thank you also for speaking to me about your books. Thank you again and good luck. Yes, thank you too. I enjoyed it really much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.